Welcome to Compliance Beat, the podcast for compliance and ethics professionals. We provide practical insights and answer your questions about compliance and ethics. Together, we'll stay up to date on current trends so that your program stays effective. Brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Here's your host, Eric Moorhead. Hey there, folks. It's been a busy summer already. I hope that you're enjoying your summer. And I have been remiss for the last week, uh, taking a little time off, but I wanted to get back in the swing of things and provide you some content today. What I wanted to talk about today for a little bit is vision, mission, and values, integrating vision, mission, and values into your compliance program. We often talk about values around uh, code of conduct, but um, I wanted to talk a little bit more broadly about communication generally, uh, and maybe a little specifically about code of conduct as well. Uh, I started thinking about this because I was just attending. One of the reasons I didn't put a podcast up the first couple days of this week is I was attending the SCCE higher education event here in Austin, Texas over the last few days. And uh, when you're dealing with organizations, uh, particularly higher education organizations and nonprofits, uh, vision and mission is uh, very integral to the dynamic of the organization. There's also uh, concurrently going on a HCCA event, uh, research event. So you had a lot of uh, hospital organizations and other medical providers also, uh, oftentimes nonprofits also, uh, organizations that have uh, vision and mission as integral to their concept of ethics and compliance. And I've worked with a couple of um, organizations that were nonprofits or service organizations or membership organizations over the years where the esprit de corps, if you will, the culture of the organization was very strong and very focused and centered around values and around mission. And that can be a very good thing. But I think, and this is my first point, uh, if you have an organization based on values, if you're in a nonprofit or if you're in an organization with a very strong culture, sometimes it can mask the lack of uh, rigor around the compliance program, the, the, the nuts and bolts, the gears and systems, if you will, of a compliance program. And what I mean by that is you can have a strong culture and having a strong culture is really important. And if you don't have one, it's sometimes hard to overcome. We've talked about that before, but it is not the only piece of the puzzle. Um, in the past, uh, I've kind of I've discussed this uh, notion that ethics and compliance uh, are, are, are are both integral parts. That the ethics piece, the culture piece, uh, you can't live without. You can't have, as we often say, a paper program. Doesn't matter how many resources you throw at a compliance program if there's not an ethical culture, an underlying culture. Uh, where doing the right thing is respected and promoted, encouraged, then you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, but by the same token, you can't uh, get by on uh, good graces alone. So let's talk a little bit about integrating those values, that, that mission that is so strong in your organization, and trying to get some practical c compliance programming out of them. Uh, one way, and, and this is a common way, is in your written standards, so code of conduct, but also policies, uh, informal communication efforts, uh, newsletters, uh, messages from the CEO. When you talk about your values, and oftentimes organizations have uh, between two and six values, 
uh, you know, keywords, if you will, that they that they use. Um, common ones are integrity, uh, commitment. Uh, you also see things like innovation and customer customer excellence. And uh, one organization I worked with had fun as a value. Whatever those values are, find a way to talk about your your program through the lens of those values, or one aspect of your uh, program through the lens of those values. Let's, you know, integrity is easy. Integrity, you can talk about compliance and integrity and ethical culture and integrity all day long. If that happens to be one of your values, then you're probably already using it, even if you aren't intending to. Uh, but some of the others can be a little more complicated, but they can really resonate with an organization that takes mission and values very seriously. If, for example, innovation is a value of your organization and it's well known and it's documented and it's communicated about in the commercial context or other context quite frequently, then you need to communicate about compliance using the same terminology. Usually, not always, but usually when an organization has such values, there's associated language or a definition or something that goes along with it. So you don't always have to be hitting uh, innovation, innovation, innovation. You can be talking about things that go along with innovation. We seek and strive to find new solutions or whatever the other language around that value might be. Well, uh, again, using that as an example. Striving to find new solutions or striving to find controls to uh, fix uh, gaps in your uh, compliance program fits in perfectly. Uh, striving to ensure that uh, we always do the right thing. Uh, being innovative uh, about how we handle compliance challenges. There are all kinds of ways that you can communicate using that values language. Um, and not just, and, and this is an important thing, this is the second point I want to make, and not just in your code of conduct. It needs to be in your informal communication, it needs to be uh, on your posters, it needs to be in your newsletters, it needs to be in those online games uh, that you put together. Uh, if you're podcasting, and I hear more and more, I just at the SCCE event uh, the last few days, I heard from two different uh, organizations that they have uh, put together internal podcasting in their organization. It's not hard to do. Believe me, if this guy can do it, you can do it. So whatever it is, uh, uh, include those values, include the discussion of the mission of the organization uh, and tie it to your initiatives around compliance and not just the code. And then the last point I wanted to make actually does have to do with code uh, or anything else for that matter. The one thing you don't want to do is uh, what you often see with code of conduct, in which I assume and I imagine you could also do uh, if you were uh, uh, using values language or mission language for other compliance initiatives. And that's mention the words, name check them if you will, name check those three or four or six values, but then don't ever return to them and don't integrate them and integrate them in a, in a serious and a diligent way in the communication effort or the or the points that you're trying to make. The perfect example of this is a code of conduct example and it's one I use all the time. Uh, if you have a code of conduct and you have that second or third page of your code that has your mission and values and you have your four or five or six values 
your buzzwords and, and the definitions there on that page. Do a find search in that document, uh, the PDF or the Word document, and see how many times that word is mentioned, or see how many times the words uh, in the definition of that word are mentioned. Like if again, if you're using in innovation and and uh, 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 striving for excellence is is part of the definition, look for those words as well. Um, oftentimes, unless you've made a diligent effort. To try to include that language in the code or the other communication uh, piece that we're talking about, it, it won't be there other than just the, the name check, the listing. I don't think that's effective. I don't think that's necessarily helpful. I'm not saying that, you that, that organizations ought to remove values from their code or from their other uh, written communications, but they ought to integrate them. Uh, if you're going to take them seriously enough to put them on the second or third page of the document, then you really, really ought to give them some use other than just name checking them. So that's really uh, what I wanted to say. It came to me um, uh, while I was talking to a few people again over the weekend. Uh, some of the challenges that organizations have uh, that can be addressed by some of the strengths that some organizations have. I spend a lot of time talking about organizations that have bad culture. Uh, but I wanted to talk a little bit about organizations that have good culture and how you can leverage that good culture, uh, those values, that mission that's strong, that language that's already used uh, in a, either a commercial context or a mission context inside your organization to, to get everybody excited about your strategic plan for the future. Use that language and connect it to your initiatives, to your plans, to your process on the compliance side. It's a good way to start operationalizing those values, if you will, and using them uh, to bolster the nuts and bolts, the gears and systems of your compliance program. Well, that's really it uh, for this week. I wanted to get something up because I, uh, I, I try to do that on a regular basis. As always, if you have any questions at all for us, if you have suggestions for future podcasting or suggestions for topics, please let us know. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get it. It really does make a difference for us and we appreciate it. And as always, until next time, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Compliance Beat. Check out our website, compliancebeat.com. This podcast is brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Be sure to check us out at moorheadconsulting.com.